0: This is Acts of Faith. Every day, World Team works to transform communities, make disciples, and reach the unreached. Our unique teams innovate,
1: multiply, and expand the reach of the Gospel. Our vision and aim? To make Jesus known. Together, we share the hope of the Gospel on a
0: global scale by meeting the needs of communities. These are our acts of
1: faith. Jerry and Carolyn have served with World Team for many years, taking on various roles in Europe and Australia. We spoke with them about one of our guiding principles, a reliance on prayer. They reflected on what prayer has meant to them and shared encouraging stories about the effect prayer has had on their ministries. What does reliance on prayer mean to you and your ministry?
2: I think the story that comes to mind is when we had been in France, we had arrived, we had gone through language school, we had moved into our neighborhood, and it was, it was a, brand new, a brand new neighborhood for us. There was no church there, and we were trying to break in and make friends, and of course when you arrived, we didn't know anybody on our street. We knew very few people, and I remember, I remember thinking to myself, how are we ever going to get to know people? There And how are we ever going to break in? How is this ever going to happen? And our town was just outside of Paris, and so a lot of the people there would go early in the morning into their work in multinational companies. They'd come back late at night. During holidays, they'd be gone. And I just remember not having any idea how we were ever going to break in. And um, one one afternoon I had, been, I had been out doing an errand and I was coming back to our house and it was a rainy, wintry day, the, the clouds the sky was completely grey there was a drizzle falling and as I came down, I looked down our street and it was empty it, the street was empty all of, the, all of the gates were closed and I remember looking down that street and saying, that's my ministry it's an empty street with closed and locked gates and how, is we, how are we ever going to break in and then I, I really think at that point I had a vision uh, as I looked down that street. And in my mind's eye, I saw, I saw like these dark figures down the street uh, in front of various houses. And, and, as I, and as I looked and in my mind I could see these people there, I realized that these were people who supported our ministry, uh, many of them back from in the U.S., but who supported our ministry and who were regularly praying for us and regularly holding up our town uh, to God in prayer. And all of a sudden I realized I'm not alone. There's a very powerful force of people were praying for me and, and in many ways that was a turning point in my ministry where that, that loneliness, that despair, that lack of knowing what to do went away and I realized there's a whole power of prayer behind us and at that point it started to break open, we started to make friends, those networks led to other people and before you knew it, we couldn't walk down the street through our town without having at least three or four conversations along the way.
0: I think one example to me of prayer and the partnership in prayer is uh, one of the supporting our supporting churches. The pastor would often write to us uh, and ask us specific prayer points on individual people. Hey, you haven't talked about, and I'll just I'll use any name, a French name, Didier. You haven't talked about Didier for a while. Um, tell me, how are things going with him? How's his new job? How's his relationship with his wife? and how can I be praying for DDA? And that someone was carrying the concern that we had for DDA's spiritual growth really encouraged us that we were not alone, that everything was not resting upon us and DDA's spiritual growth, but that there were other people concerned about him. Really, that idea of partnering in prayer with other people Gives a certain kind of energy to ministry, but also I have to th- think of the eternal rewards of Pastor Tom meeting DDA in heaven mm-hmm. and that um, his ability to go up to him and say, Hey, you know, I remember praying for you. So uh, I'm really grateful for the partnership that we've had in prayer. And that uh, encourages us in our work that this is not just us alone, that we're going backed by other people. And also the ability to call on those resources when we
1: are feeling discouraged. You have been a part of World Team's Paris Prayer Conference for many years. What makes a prayer conference such an important piece of ministry?
2: I think people are, many people are aware of missions in Europe as being. As being a long, hard road, Uh, I think people have have often talked about, like the spiritual desert of Europe or the spiritual desert of France, and there are many ways in which, yes, France is a spiritual desert, and that I often thought about that image of the desert, and I asked myself, you know, if I were to cross a desert. Uh, I would certainly want to prepare myself for that. So I certainly would get the shoes that I need. I would get the backpack I need. I'd get the, the tent that could protect me from the sun. Uh, but as I'm crossing the desert, I realize that there is really, there's only one thing that counts and that I would be ready to ditch all of that other stuff for one thing. And that one thing would be water. And I think in our ministry, when we minister in a desert, the equivalent of water is prayer. Prayer. And the prayer conference has been an example of that. So oftentimes we are working in places where we work for a long time, and it, it takes time to build momentum. It takes time to build relationships. It takes time to answer all of people's uh, questions. It takes it takes time for people to to get past all of the things that block them from coming to Christ. Oftentimes there's opposition. The towns really don't don't care to have a church in their town, so they might not make it easy to rent a location. Certainly to buy a piece of property often. Runs up against obstacles. So there's so many obstacles that are there that you really feel like you're working in an impossible desert, and nothing's ever going to happen. Nothing's going to grow. Uh, and then, and then something like the prayer conference comes along, and we had we have people that will regularly come to France and some of our other European countries as well, and they'll spend an entire week meeting with people learning the circumstances, learning the history of our, of our continent and of our countries, learning what the needs are, speaking with pastors, speaking with people in the church, getting to know people, and then, and then taking all of those things along with those people to God and praying for them. And just that rich experience of the work of getting to know a country and getting to know a context and then spending that much time in prayer uh, for those things and asking for the Lord to open up doors that have been closed Uh, The remarkable thing is that after every prayer conference, we see answers to prayer. Within the weeks that follow, sometimes even during the conference themselves, we'll get a telephone call saying, you know, the mayor has agreed to allow you to use this building or whatever it might be, but we will always see uh, answers to prayer. Sometimes I'll have to admit, sometimes those answers are no. We have doors that are very firmly closed and we learn from that that we need to try something else, but we always see answers to prayer.
0: I think it's good to take a time to stop and remember because sometimes prayer does not seem like it brings an immediate result and sometimes we prefer doing actions Um, and I think the concentrated time of prayer pushes us back, forces us to push back our total reliance on God. But it also is an encouragement to us, as Jerry said, that um, having other people come alongside with us and praying with us is like a vitamin C boost in a, during the gray winter months when you're needing and lacking that sunshine or that encouragement in your spiritual walk. Praying with other people, there's something... I don't want to say it's magical it's not magical but it's very much spirit filled where we often those weeks are such an encouragement for our workers and it's also very um it's hard work sometimes praying for things that are when you're hearing stories and your heart is broken by certain things but also taking those things constantly before the lord and asking him for for help so those weeks for our workers are a huge encouragement to them that they're not alone and also just a spiritual encouragement that um, other people are coming around and supporting them. It was really neat. Uh, Just uh, a few weeks ago, we were at a conference and I ran into somebody who had taken part of our Paris prayer conference and she ran up and said to me, give me some more prayer requests. I had such a great time. I've been praying for you. Update me on what's going on and let me know some more. So it's just exciting for us in our ministry to have those kind of people partaking and saying and helping you out. And it gives us encouragement to go on
1: and doing what we're doing. How can people be praying for the ministries that you're involved in? I would say two ways. Um, World Teams has six guiding
0: principles. So prayer and the gospel, I would say, are the main of our two um, guiding principles. And then the other four are uh, teamwork, facilitative mindset, holistic, and incarnational. I won't go into those, those other four, but I think as people pray, number one, the gospel. And when we say the gospel, we mean that we as workers need to remember that we need Jesus as much as the people that we go to serve. We need to remember the cross today just as much as we're going to share the cross and the work of salvation with people. And so that means our total dependence on God. So as people pray, I would ask them to pray for the gospel in our workers' lives, but then as our workers share the gospel with others, that they would receive that news of the gospel. And sometimes our workers are doing more, if we use the analogy of the farmer, they're doing more rock removing. Their, people's hearts are hardened by different things, their life experiences, their anger with God. Sometimes they're just listening to those things and helping them remove the, the, the rocks, as it were. Um, but as people would pray, I would say, pray the gospel for our workers, and the gospel to those we reach.
2: There are so many opportunities, I'm thinking especially of Europe, because I'm European director. Uh, there are so many opportunities in Europe. There are, there are good things happening. Uh, the, the, the evangelical church, though it's small in many of the countries, is working together in ways that it never has before in some places. Other places that needs to grow yet. Uh, the, there is, even though the countries, many of those countries have become very secular, that doesn't mean that people don't have spiritual questions and there there are a surprising percentage maybe even the majority of the people that would really like to have spiritual conversations in most of those european countries but just haven't found a safe place to do that and 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 those opportunities are there the truth is there's so few of us there ready to pick up that uh, that there's so few local mission uh, uh, christians and, and missionaries who come from the outside, uh, there are so few of those. And I think there's really an opportunity for people from the outside to come in because they're interesting, because they're different, because they can have conversations with people. There's a real opportunity for them to come in and have an impact in Europe. We just need to pray that the Lord calls more people to do that. The opportunities are there, but we really do need to pray that the Lord will send more workers, especially into Europe.
1: Are there any other stories that you'd like to share about the impact of prayer in your ministry? Often when we come to prayer,
0: it's us often bringing our prayer points to the Lord, thanking Him, worshiping Him, telling Him what's on our heart. I think it's hard for me sometimes to to be quiet and to listen, and um, there have been some very impactful times where I definitely sensed while I was praying that the Lord was speaking, and showing me things in my life that I needed to hear. And um, it, the best illustration for this is, for me, is when you're in France, You, when you're in a grocery store, for example, and you want to find something, a can of peas, and you can't find the peas in the store, you often go up to one of the workers and you say, excuse me, I'm looking for the peas. And um, they want to teach you good manners. So they will stop, and they will look at you in the face, and they will say, Bonjour, like, you know, recognize me and greet me first before you ask me for something. I'm a human being. I may be an employee, but I'm a human being first. And one time I was praying, and I was just pleading to the Lord, and I sensed the Lord saying to me, you know, you just jump in right to your prayers to you your needs what you want take some time to acknowledge who I am your God and when I do that then my problems pale in comparison and it allows me not to have as much of a tunnel vision so I think for me um, prayer has often been it's a reminder for me to stop um, just coming with my list and asking God to speak to me and reveal things to me as well. Um, so that, that's been really uh, an important aspect for me. I think the other aspect that I have really enjoyed has been in the last several years, thanks to uh, COVID, is that I have had the opportunity to pray with people around the world. Um, when we were in Australia, working in Australia, we were part of a church that had global workers. And they, the global workers then were able to join us for the prayer meetings. Um, and that was just excellent. And we, we continued that kind of work without, throughout Australia and brought on people uh, sitting in different parts of the world. And World team has done that. Um, Uh, praying with our other brothers and sisters has just been such an encouragement to us that I can take those needs to other brothers and sisters one of them is sitting and a big fan is going and they're sweating because they're another part of the world another one, they're in the the background and the the lights are all, it's all dark around them because it might be 6am in the morning and they're still waking up but to have that kind of camaraderie uh, to be able to pray together and bring our needs before the Lord with other people is, is very, a very meaningful experience uh, praying collectively.
1: I've really enjoyed praying collectively. How can people be praying for the ministries that you're involved in?
2: There was a, a period when I was field director for France that as I, as I looked around our various teams in the Paris area, I, I saw that we had a real, um, the morale was low. Uh, our people were working hard they weren't seeing the results they were hoping for things were were going slow and as I talked to the individual teams I could just see overall morale was low and I remember talking with Carolyn and saying what am I going to do to turn this morale along people are just barely able to keep their heads above water for their local project and I'd really like to see them work together more but nobody's really right there how can I what can we do to to turn that morale around and and carolyn said to me she said well we say you know uh, prayer is one of our guiding principles but we don't often pray actually and so that really struck me and so we we had the habit of having monthly meetings as our whole team would get together and so instead of talking about what we needed to do or training or anything we just i simply decided that for the next six months we were going to get together at those meetings and we were going to pray together so we did things differently each time, but oftentimes we just sit around and go around and just say each person share one thing that really went well this month. Uh, and then and then we'd pray for those. We'd stop along the way and pray and give thanks. And then we'd go around and maybe say, you know, one thing that was particularly hard, one particularly difficult obstacle. And we'd go around the same thing and just pray for each other. And it was surprising how quickly, in prayer for each other, uh, the, our, our morale really began to turn around. I think partially because people heard okay, there's not much happening in my little corner, but there is something, and when I put that together that with what's happening in everybody else's little corner, where there really is things to be grateful about. And besides that, I'm doing something here. I realize that that person over there is doing something very similar. We could help each other. And anyway, you, you can see that in prayer, the the morale really turned around, and, and that was just a lesson to me that... Prayer, is prayer. it really helps us not only see what God is doing, not only acknowledge what God is doing in our own life, but rejoice in what God is doing in my colleague's life as well.
1: To learn more about World Team's ministry opportunities, go to us.worldteam.org and click Go at the top of the page. To see prayer requests from World Team workers, click Pray. To give to World Team's ministries, click Donate.
0: This has been Acts of Faith a podcast by World Team U.S. For more information on World Team and its ministries, visit us.worldteam.org.